everybody. Welcome to the 70 episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm your host, Tim Sullivan. Hello. Hello. And, and by here, I don't actually mean here. He's in a different state, but that's fine. Just fine, folks. Um, and this just in, apparently we have some breaking news. It turns out that Cooch is actually totally full of shit. Yeah, so just for the folks at home, all right, so all day Cooch has been... Uh, you know, telling us that he wants to be on the podcast tonight. Um, actually, this predates today. He's been talking about it for about a week. He even, uh, I believe that was today, correct? When he sent a picture of a new package he received from Amazon with have, a microphone, correct? Yes, I have the evidence right here. So I'm looking at the chat. And what, says, what time is that at? Cooch at 1.34 p.m. sent Tim podcast tonight with a photo of his new microphone that... Okay, so uh, we were about a full work day away from right now. So he's had he's had ample That's notice. Correct. Okay. Yes. Very and then um, okay, so then the plan was uh, the podcast around eight thirty. Right, I believe that's that was the plan. That's correct. Yes. Okay, and then hold on, let me which just let me here. just scroll and see if he knew about the eight thirty thing. Um, I don't think he he did. He didn't. Well, so he didn't really know that we were doing eight thirty. So this will be one little argument he'll have. Okay, but um, then at at seven fifty eight, you said, "Hey, Cooch, are you all set up and plugged in and installed and all that jazz?" That's true. I did do that. That is true. He has not responded to that direct message. However, when did he right. call out? It completely ignored that message. One hundred percent ignored. We that need message. to be very diligent with our paper trail here. So um, right. just for his okay. alibi. So you texted him individually. To confirm, probably a little bit after 8.30, correct? Then, oh, let me check. I'm sorry. I got to get the timestamp. I'm so sorry. And I te- um, I texted him in the group chat. Um, yeah, so I asked him if he was ready at 7.58. That's correct. And then I texted him at 8.49, and I said his name, and he responded, right. yes. And then what did he say to you about this Rhode Island business? Um, he said, I'm working till 8. I'm in Rhode Island. I won't be home until 11. Interesting. Oh okay. wait, is that from a different day, dude? What? That's from a different day. No, that ruins the whole thing. Oh, he's oh. not guilty of anything. Oh, for fuck's sake, man! He's not even guilty. <sighs> that oh. ruins the entire episode. <laughs> the whole episode was going to be us ripping apart Cooch for <laughs> lying to us. I know he didn't even lie, dude. That was from the last time when he backed out from doing that. that oh, episode. good lord! So he's not even—we uh, can't even arrest the guy. We were like calling in fucking alibis and shit. I'm that joining chick from the serial podcast. The annoying one was going to come on. I joined a Zoom. Hey, it's all right. I thought we caught him in a in a good lie. I know. Because we here's what we thought. We thought he had just said that, even though it was from like a week ago and he backed out of the podcast. And it said he wouldn't be home till 11, like a bunch of sad faces and shit. So we thought that was for tonight. And we're like, well, for fuck's sake. And then he got he sent a Zoom invite to the group chat. And Tim logs in and sees Cooch sitting in his room just like hanging out. Dude, so I had no we idea, duped, man. I turns thought, out we duped ourselves. I thought, we caught, I thought we caught him red-handed. Oh. That's all right. Well, there goes that whole section. But um, I guess I would like to just go on record and apologize to Cooch for ripping Cooch him. We're sorry. Yeah. Well, I ripped him during the last episode. I called him a dummy for using that excuse during a quarantine. But it turns out that that was not actually the excuse he used. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus. 
All right, so we're really fucking up. Yeah, dude, we're all over the fucking map, dude. We're just accusing our friends of shit. This is how, this is how nations crumble. That is actually how it happens. That's true. Um, <clears throat> is Cooch wearing his turtleneck by any chance? Dude, hold on. I did. I did have a nice screenshot. I heard someone say "nice turtleneck." Right, but there's a lot of people in that chat. Nah, he's wearing a hoodie. Who's wearing the turtleneck? I don't know who's wearing the turtleneck. I, dude, the thing I hate about Zoom is it defaults to the whoever's talking takes up the full screen. Yeah, that's a bad idea. So there are like twelve people on that Zoom, but I couldn't tell uh, who who was on it. How do you feel about turtlenecks? Let me ask you this. All right. I have a weird um, weird relation with turtlenecks. So when I was little, I hated them. I was like, who who could ever, ever wear those? Awful. Right. Awful Honestly. all the way around. And then it was like around the time I was like a sophomore in high school when I was kind of going into like that sci-funk kind of beat poetry phase jack kerouac type bullshit and uh and then i liked him again i was like oh i get it now and then and then it swung back now i'm like who the fuck could ever wear those right yeah i uh i remember having what the one time as a kid i wore a turtleneck i got my itch my um neck was like wicked itchy and sweaty and i was like never again will i wear one of these fucking things yeah well they don't but, even they don't even look good like that's the thing it's like but if I was a billionaire, dude, I'd fucking wear one. Are you kidding me? Yeah, if you're like Steve Jobs or some sort of like Silicon Valley brainchild that, you know, could come up with these like preposterous Who's uh, Steve Jobs? concepts. He died. No, no need to know him. But, um, oh, okay. but yeah, like there's a time and a place. The thing is, if it's black turtleneck, it's almost like that's the only acceptable. Like imagine rolling in. In a white turtleneck to a meeting, bro. Look at this motherfucker, huh? I mean, who a loser? Who would possibly you, take you seriously in a white turtleneck? If you're wearing a white turtleneck, it better be because you just took your ski jacket off, right? Like, and could, you're like at a mountain. Like, could you? But and even skiers, they use the the neck part is attached to the the ski mask. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I would say that's that's like a 50-50 thing, maybe. Maybe maybe not. But maybe like, less now. No, right. it's not the but 90s. think of a think of a suave, sensitive man in France. Think of like the archetypical Parisian smoking a cigarette, writing po- handwriting poetry into a little book. Right. Uh, on a on a round table at a cafe, Definitely wearing a black a turtleneck, or smoking turtleneck, butts. Yeah. Right, so that's that actually so. I I but, was assuming he was wearing a, a a scarf, and you were you were painting the picture for a turtleneck. So right, right. Am I going to disprove your point right there by any chance? No, no. I'm saying you can you can picture the you can picture the suave poetic type in a black turtleneck writing poetry in France. You cannot picture that same guy in a white turtleneck doing that. All the sophistication, oh, absolutely not. All the sophistication just just goes right right out the window. Right, you are Marie Kondo in your white turtlenecks. That's exactly right. Right. Man, I really can't say enough French. I got to say, that's, like, that is one race of people I do not mind denigrating. Like, I've definitely seen my dad wear white turtlenecks. And if my dad wears them, they must not be that cool. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I feel like the older you get, though, the, the less vain. It sounds so cliche, but it is true. Because there's times where, like, 
Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit vain, you know. Yeah, I, and that doesn't mean just real quick. I'm not saying my dad's not cool. My dad's the fucking coolest, but his sense of clothing choice might not be like the hippest thing. That's well, what, what you're saying is his vanity is not on the precipice of of you know his concerns, which actually is correct. cool. The precipice, but, that's correct. But um, yeah, like I, you know, I I definitely the the older I get, the less I give a fuck about how I look. And, oh, dude, I give zero fucks. And that's not like some lame statement of like, well, look how cool I am. I don't care what other people think of me. I definitely care what other people think of me, for sure. Oh, by the way, I'm not saying you need to turn into some self-conscious creep, but if you don't care what anybody thinks of you, you're probably a fucking loser. You don't you don't care if your girlfriend thinks you're a bum? Like, you gotta care if what somebody right. thinks of you. Yeah, you've you gotta care a little bit. There's always people that go, I don't care what other people think. Those are the loneliest, you're f- most right. abhorrently creepy types in society. Yeah, if you don't, also lying. If you don't care what anybody thinks of you, you're probably a fucking loser. The whole basis of why I'm civilized is because I go, oh... I probably shouldn't do this because other people will be mad. You know right. what I mean? Right. He's right, folks. Yeah, I definitely do care what people think. One thing I don't really care about is, is uh, I mean, I guess I'm lying again. All right, everybody say, cares. But but here's the thing yeah. is, I here's here's how you can test that theory. If you truly don't care what other people think, you'd wear a white turtleneck. The reason people don't is because for most people, that's a bridge too far. They go, all right, come on. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's absolutely correct. Jesus Christ. This kid is unfucking believable. So the next time I see some little punk majoring in art at some liberal arts school says that he doesn't care what people think about him, I'm just going to say, what's your size? Buy him a white turtleneck and be like, wear this. I gave it to you as a gift. You don't care what people think. I'm not wearing that fucking thing. What, What, dude? Come on. Telling you that's that's how you that's yeah. the true test. That's the waterboarding of the fashion police. That's yeah, their tactic. You're, f- you're full of shit, kid. Exactly. Exactly. The the Gitmo tactic of waterboarding. That's the fashion police tactic of. Do you really care what people think? Right. Check, please. He's right, folks. Um. So listen, I do have a would you rather for you, which. Would you rather? When's the last time I pressed that button? Am I right, folks? It's been a while. Right. <laughs> Oh, wow, that's right. Um, so, you know, let's let's do a hypothetical here. Let's say this uh, quote-unquote lockdown that we're in, which you can actually leave your house and go anywhere you want to go. Um, so it's not really a lockdown. They just say, hey, like, maybe don't do that. So I don't really consider it a lockdown. But anyways, um, would you rather, say you were on lockdown for six months, you had to stay in your house, and you could go to the store to buy stuff. And you could only drink one kind of beer, kind being IPA or like a Bud Light. Okay. So would you rather drink for six months only this one brand of IPA or a Bud Light? What what would you choose? It's the only thing you have access to for booze. Um, I would do the IPA. See, now this is interesting, because if I had asked you this question literally uh, four years ago, there's no answer. There's no way that would have been your answer. No, that's exactly right. So here's the thing. So I love I actually do love macro brewers. I do. I I have no shame in admitting that I love the taste of a Bud Light. and, And honestly, if you can go to the 99 and after a round of golf and order a draft Bud Light. Right. You're, you're going to be lying if you're telling me that you're not enjoying it. So I've always been a big proponent against the Crusades 
launched by big small beer because I feel like the the macro brewers had their place in society. Let's be honest. Um, but having said that, when I've been drinking at home, which has become a very regular thing, um, right. I find myself wanting more in the taste of beer. So Bud Lights, um, you know, it's kind of like a marathon beer. You know, when you're 22 and you're day drinking, you're kind of a fool to do that with IPAs. You really got to stick, you right. know, get the most watery, lowest percentage macro brew you can get your hands on, and you're going to be good. You're going to be the last man standing, no questions asked. And Which that's where I was. I was trying to keep up with you back in the good old days, and it was just a mistake. Right. That's exactly right. But if you do IPAs, IPAs are people that just like to, like, sip on beers. That's not really my style. Like, I, I really like a nice drinkable beer. You know what I mean? Okay, which so you're walking yourself into the next question, which is if you if you same question, but Coors or Bud Light? Uh, Bud Light for me. So I have recently leaned a little bit more uh, Coors on occasion, but overall, um, I would go with Bud Light. There's okay. just, I don't know what it is, dude. It may be a marketing ploy. It honestly may be something as simple as I like the color blue more than light gray. It honestly could be that that basic of a distinction between them because they're both very similar. But do you think it's that chorus tastes like dog shit? No, because I don't really mind chorus to be honest. But but here's the thing: I'd rather do a bud uh, a Budweiser heavy than a chorus heavy. I would Ooh, see, definitely rather that's, do that. That's that's where it gets gray for me. That's where the line gets less distinct. Yeah, because I've had just regular cores before and remember it being like oh this is that's what this is is pretty good you know what i mean yes and i like both and and that's the thing it's like you know it's like having two kids and picking your favorite of course you have your favorite but like it's a pretty close running um and the thing with bud light though for me is on draft bud light to me tastes the crispest i don't know what it is you know what call me Call me a, a dilettante. Call me, you know, a backward hick. But it is what it is. A Bud okay, Light is crisp hick to me. Dilettante. Um, okay. And the thing with IPAs too is I I like a very specific type of beer. So I'm not I'm not a beer snob. Uh, but I do say that I, I I am developing a little bit more of a palate than I have in uh, in past years. So one I've noticed that I'm not a big uh, stout guy. Uh, they have their time and their place with me. There's definitely moments where I can enjoy stuff, but overall, I'm not going to buy one at the store. So what is the time and place where you're going to enjoy that? Time and place where I'm going to enjoy that is when I've eaten a full prime rib with mashed potatoes and asparagus. Um, I just drank two beers. The waiter clears the table and um, asks if anybody wants dessert. We order dessert, and then she says, do you want any coffee or I have this stout? That's when I order the stout. Okay, that's actually a pretty good answer. It's I'm more sure of like a, it's more of like a, yeah. If if we're gonna just top off the night, it's like the dessert of beers. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna roll in, order a plate of chicken wings, and get a stout. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, that's a fucking good answer, man. Okay, it's a fucking good answer. Thanks, man. Um, I um, I do like uh, Belgian wheats, but my but my favorite ever though, as you well know. And I think we the stars really align for the two of us on this. Is there's something about these goddamn German German beers, man? Oh, they're so goddamn good. Is it the banana, dude? Like what? What is it? I haven't really looked into it. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know if there's like magic fucking in it. There's in, in there's magic in it. 
Dude, there's so what is this fucking Frosty the Snowman's hat, dude? But there, there is some, uh, there is something to be said about the potency, though. I didn't realize that these things were five point four percent, which isn't super high. I mean, that's a, that's about the the percentage of a White Claw. But, uh, but I started drinking these wine stefaners. Um, I mean, a while ago, but I didn't recently start uh, buying them. Um, or rather, I, I just recently started buying them, and I am drinking these things fucking quick, man. And I am well, getting the thing drunk. Too is, is that you didn't just buy them; you craved them so much that it, you seeked them out. That's a very them. good point. That's like someone would say I sought them out, but uh, that, that, oh, that right. is a yes. that is a very good point. I literally was driving one day, and I had this like Pavlovian rush of just craving that I couldn't quite explain. And I just said I need, and and I started speeding, and I and I started clutching the wheel at ten and two. And Karen said, "What is going on?" And I said, "I, I need, need a German beer." And then, uh, and then I pulled into the liquor store by Grill Next Door, um, and sure enough, they had wine stuff on it. The only annoying thing though, they only had it in six packs. So when I go there, I have to buy like two six packs. Which is just fucking annoying. That's interesting, that there, because you could buy a 24-pack or a 12-pack, and you don't feel at all like a piece of shit if they're all for you, and the person you're buying them from knows they're all for you. But if you're buying two, three, six-packs... Right, you feel like you're really abusing. You feel like a bit of a glutton for some reason. That's a good point. I think think the packaging really... the, The simpler the packaging, the less of the offense... You know what I mean? Because if you're buying two six-packs, it says, hey, I'm going to drink these two six-packs tonight. But if you're buying like a 12-pack, it says, I'm, listen, sir, I'm just buying these and putting them in the fridge, and every once in a while, I'm going to have one. Oh, 100%. And it's all about optics. So like, if a guy's looting a Best Buy, and he has five 50-inch TVs on a two-wheeler, it looks like a clean looting. You go, all right. Come on, man. You thought you'd get away with it, but we're rushing you. That looks way better than a guy awkwardly carrying one television out by his arms. You know what I mean? So even though the offense is less, it looks more egregious. Right. If that makes any He's, sense. He, uh, like me, yeah. me walking out, <laughs> me cleanly walking out, both hand on each handle of the box with a 24-pack. It just looks more gentlemanly. Than me walking out with three six packs. Right. So even though I'm oh, getting, God. even yeah. though I'm, I'm purchasing less beer, I look like the skeezier one. Yeah, three six packs looks real bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but no, I I love these goddamn German beers, man. <clears throat> they are really good. But I, I do say I'm not a I can I can tell I'm not a beer snob though because um. I mean, I'll drink anything beer-wise. There's there's not really a beer you could hand me that I'll, I'll be opposed to drinking. But um, some of these IPAs, and then uh, what's what's the other what's the other PA? Well, there's New England IPAs, but what's uh, uh, India Pale Ale and uh, Pale Ale? I don't know what the other one. There's there's some beers that I I really just don't like. They're just too heavy, man. I know, dude. A lot of flavored beers. I don't. Like. I actually like the taste of just like just beer. I like, I like the taste of the fucking bitter 
alcohol. Some of these beers, I try to cover it all up with flavors. It doesn't sit right with me. Although I love well, the, the blueberries. The, the beers that just taste like cold. Yes. The flavor they yes. have is just cold. I totally Those are like the best beers to me. I totally agree. That's a great point. That's why I like I like like I love like Allagash White, for example. Exactly. Yes, he's absolutely right, folks. But, that's uh, a very good example. But dude, that's why I like the grill next door so much, man. That's why I'm, I'm trying to support them while I can during this quarantine because they, I I really only like beers on tap. If I'm out and uh, they could have a great beer that I love. Oh, I'll give you an example. For a would you rather? Would you rather have a Bud Light draft or a wine stuff on our bottle? I would. If I was out at a restaurant, I would take a Bud Light draft. That's how much I like draft. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't. See, know. I would still. I would still. I would still take the Vine Stefan there. I don't know what it is. If it's on tap, I highly prefer it. Okay, dude. That's that's fucking fine. Okay. Listen, man. Take it easy. Calm this down. is my opinion. That's fine. You can have your opinion, but don't tell me what mine should be. Okay. <sighs> but and to be honest, aren't you know what the worst part about beer snobs is? Dude, please tell me. All right. If you're a wine snob or like a whiskey snob. You kind of know that you're in this stratified kind of area of expertise where, like, people are like, yeah, yeah. all right, all right. Like, they kind of know that they're snobs, right? Like, oh, I'm a connoisseur of fine wine or I'm a connoisseur of whiskey. You kind of know what crowd you're rolling. Right. Here's what I hate about beer snobs. Okay, they they want to have it both ways. So they want to have the debonair sophistication of a whiskey snob. And be in with the upper crust of people with, you know, sophisticated palates. But because it's beer, they also think that they can relate to the common Budweiser drinker for their affinity with beer. That's what I fucking hate about beer snobs. It's like they want to have it both ways. They want to be like, well, you know, uh, oh, I saw you drinking a Budweiser. <laughs> I noticed you like beer. And then, like, they kind of relate to that guy when really they want to relate to the, you know, the the pretentious, very snobbish type. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. That's actually a really good point. I've never actually... Um, like, at least wine snobs that know that they're wine snobs. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they know, like, hey, listen, let's not talk about wine unless you actually have some credentials here. But, like, I'll be at a bar, and the waitress will be like, oh, we just got this on tab. Do you want to try it? And it'll be some, like, obscure IPA. And I'll be like, you know, I want to fit in. So I'll be like, yeah, whatever. And then some guy at the bar next to me will be like, oh, you know, uh, I actually went to this brewery. And then he'll start, like, telling me all this shit. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking care. I don't care, bro. It's beer, okay? Does that sound petty, or do you know what I'm saying? No, I do. I I kind of know what you're saying. Like, if you're into beer, that's totally fine. I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna besmirch you, if you know what I mean. But Dude, for the love of God, don't disper- don't besmirch me. But uh, but let, let's just agree. Like, dude, you're a fucking snob. Don't pretend that like you're this blue collar, rugged guy that likes beer and like, oh, accidentally developed a fucking palate. Right. He's right, folks. That's all right. That's fucking right. Although the uh, the Newburyport Brewery, I love that company, man. I haven't tasted a bad beer from them yet. Uh, have how you tried? Often have you been there? Newburyport? Well, I my fridge is stocked with their beers, but oh, I, for fuck's sake, I've been to right. the brewery like three times. But um, they have like Green Greenhead is actually their best beer, but it's the most potent, so it's the one I drink least. 
how about if I just take beer out of the equation and for the six months that you're, uh, you know, stuck in your house, you yeah. have to drink either vodka or whiskey. Oh, vodka. I, I like vodka. So I wish I was a whiskey man and I aspire to be one um, because I know it's the admirable thing to do. Um, I'd feel much less of a pussy if I was a whiskey man. I know you're a whiskey guy. I, yeah, I'd uh, probably choose whiskey. Um, and I Did envy that. I, I wish my answer to that question would be whiskey. But if I'm being truthful, it would be vodka. Well, I appreciate that. I, the thing about vodka agree. is you can it you can dress it up so easily. You can literally... You can put so much vodka in a drink, and if you just put enough lemonade in there, like a six-year-old could drink it. That's actually... He's got a point, folks. That's... Correct. Jesus Christ. But, um, but it's, it's less badass because you want to be the guy that can... Like, I want to be the guy that can drink a drink and truly enjoy it, if he's being honest with himself, but have it be a drink that everybody else, is, you know, is turned off by. Like Uncle Nick's Moonshine, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. I would love to be able to drink that and genuinely like it. Like, not even lying to myself, but actually like it. But like, ha- does anybody like it? No, that's the point. That's why it would give you the most street cred. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? That's why whenever you take it out, everyone goes, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, really? exactly. But, like, if, if I was home alone and had no one to impress, I and I would just take swigs out of that for my own pleasure, that would, I think that would be kind of badass. That thing's still sitting at your house? Yeah, I looked at it this morning. I almost... Dude, it's like, that thing's got to be ten, 10 years old or some shit? Like, not 10 years. Uh I, I almost opened it up just to smell it. I wasn't going to drink it, but... Maybe um, seven years, six, even. Just keeps going down two, three, th- th- one year. So, like, with with IPAs, right? Like, the the uh, the, the potency um, increases, right? I'd say... As time goes by? In general, it probably does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, no, Uncle Next Moonshine is so gross, dude. Oh, with time. Does beer increase with time? Is that what the fuck you just said? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I have no fucking No, I think it does. I think um, I think if you have like an IPA and let it sit in your fridge for like a year and a half, I think it's going to be much stronger at the end of that run than it was at the beginning. Is that true, dude? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is, dude. Dude, we've got to look this up, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to look this up. I'm going to use my mechanical keyboard so everybody can hear me typing it in. Oh, nice. You're going to look it up? Beer gets stronger with age. Here we go. Yes, some beers can improve with age, but cellaring beer provides no guarantee that the beer will be any better than when it was fresh. So I guess there's always a chance that, yes, you are correct. It would. All right. Well, that sells it, folks. You heard it first. (laughs) That also said improve. It didn't say get stronger, but... You know what? We're just going to give it to him, folks, because he's honestly... He's I'm pretty, dude, I'm pretty sure it's true, dude. I've definitely drank beers that have been in my fridge for a long time, and they got me way drunker than their original intent. Listen, if you want... There's something very serious that we, I've got to talk about. Oh? So, <clears throat> my mom was like, listen, this wall in the kitchen, it needs something, okay? So, why don't you pick out a fucking painting? I'll pay for it. We'll put it up. Okay, because you're just living with blank fucking walls here. I've looked at so many fucking paintings of the ocean and like sand and fucking seagulls and boats. Yeah. That I just simply cannot make up my mind. Um, so 
what I'm going to do and put out there is if any listener knows of or can find like a really dope print online so I can just order it of the ocean or beach, anything oceany ish at all or water, fucking send it to me and I'll buy it. How's dude, that? I'll just I'll just paint a picture. Why don't you fucking do that, dude? It just has to be beach themed because listen, we're on the beach, okay? I'm gonna start painting anyways because I got a bunch of supplies. So what I'll do is I'm already gonna paint them anyways. And then that way Well the thing here's the thing, it has if, to be fucking massive. That's the problem. Well, but here's the thing. If it sucks, I'll make it so you don't actually have to tell me you hate it. I'll just be like, I'm I'm painting these anyway, so if you want them, let me know. If not, no big deal. That way you're under no obligation. What? How big of a canvas do you do you need? I need like a four foot wide canvas. Maybe that's like, you know, maybe three feet tall. Yeah, I feel like I actually have a few canvases that big. Cause I'm, well, I think I'm, you mean canvi. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking of octopuses. That's I that's, always get this confused. Yes, octopuses. That's correct. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, because I'm going balls to the wall, dude. I got a bunch of shit coming in. Wait, like the Lil John song? That's exactly right. Um, oh, the, the window, the, the sweat. That's what it was. Sorry, I was close. Yeah, yeah, close enough. But uh, so you just but need it. You just need it nautical themed, huh? But it's like, do you go um, impressionist? Do you go realist? Do you go photography? I was gonna go it's, cubist. Ooh, that's actually a good idea. All right, here's the thing. Uh, okay, you almost always go impressionist. So any of these abstract. Uh, like super abstract artists, especially contemporary ones, they suck. And anybody that goes, especially contemporary, oh, it is just so bad. If you go to the Museum of Fine Arts, which I go to at least once a year, and you pay the $50 to get in there, and you see all those fucking great art from the Renaissance to the Victorian era, all these actual people that respected the craft of painting, and then you go to this contemporary thing, it's some fucking awful... Oh, it's so bad, dude. Dude, I went to the bathroom at like a at one of those fucking contemporary art whatever the fucks. So there was a line at the urinal and I'm like waiting, there's like three guys in front of me. And then like the guy in front of me, when it's like his turn, he doesn't move. He's just standing there like resting his chin on his hand. And I'm like, fucking, <laughs> what's up, dude? And he's like, it's just, it's fucking beautiful. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, this beautiful art piece. I'm like, bro, that's the fucking urinal, man. There's cocks and piss everywhere. No, but that's didn't all. You f- just, didn't you just see those two guys take a piss in it? He's like, no, that's part of the exhibit, you fucking idiot. Dude, that's how foolish shit these people are, though. Like, if you I just to- left. I, I didn't know if he was right or not. Dude, I remember Karen and I went to uh, MFA... That's what uh, us art folks call it. Motherfucking assholes. <laughs> you may know yeah, it yeah. as uh, Museum of Fine Arts. But, uh, oh, sorry, right. Yeah. Sorry. But, uh, dude, the contemporary section is so bad. It's like some inner city school kid whose mom died in a drive-by shooting and has no artistic ability. All these like rich, patronizing people go, oh, oh, this is art. It's not, dude. You need to know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, you need to know craft before you actually know art. And so basically, that was a long-winded way of saying a lot of this abstract crap is fucking horrible, dude. Okay, so I'm looking... So, okay, so I need like a impressionist-type painting on canvas. You want a painting... I want something that, if it's on the wall, 
You want a painting like, that if you were in prison, if you were in Rikers, and you're in solitary confinement, and somebody gave you a painting, you want to, and it was evocative enough for you to look at and actually feel like you're there where that painting takes place. That's how you know you like the painting. So if there's a picture of the ocean, you want it at least good enough where if it were hanging in your prison cell, you could look at it and and genuinely f- like conjure up ideas that you're at the beach. I want a painting where if there's three or four people sitting at my kitchen table and two of those people are dominating the conversation, that at least one of those other two people will look at the painting kind of get you know they'll be looking at it for a while and like enjoying looking at it and thinking about it and and just being intrigued by it and then after about two minutes goes hey man that's a pretty cool painting and doesn't even realize that they were left out of a conversation that's what i want for a painting Mm, that's gonna be tough is it though is it folks no i think that should be the standard honestly you want a painting that you know most people either a at least acknowledge it and and be actually really like it. Um, but yeah, it's tough. You know what? I'm just going to paint a bunch of ocean things and I'll just send them your way. Perfect, man. Thank you. I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm glad we could, we could straighten this. So wait, where, where, where would this go on the wall by the fridge? Are you talking about the apartment or upstairs? I'm talking about, um, yeah, in my, in my kitchen down here, it would go on the wall. Like where the panda painting used to be? Uh, um, n- no, the panda painting is staying where it currently is, near the bathroom. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but wasn't the panda painting originally where the fridge is now, to the right? Yeah, I think it was. But it, it's going to go across the room from the fridge. By the clock. By the clock. That's correct, yes. Right above where the trash used to be. Right above where the trash used to be. Folks, this is absolutely correct. Fan-fucking-tastic, this guy. Oh, my God. All right, nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah. You know what would so, be great is if you could get, because that wall abuts your bedroom. It is, does, yeah. If you could get a perfect painting that looks like a window, and it it's just a painting of you whacking off on your bed, so when people are in the kitchen, it looks like they're looking into your bedroom. <laughs> that's a that's a good idea. It's I'm a, con- it's a conversation, you know, starter, you know. Right. I'm definitely going to do that. That's fucking fantastic. Moron! Food, um, food for thought. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what the fuck? Did I already ask you what you're going to spend your sim- stimulus check on? Or are you just not going to get one? Um, also, I, how, the fuck, how the fuck do I get it? Is it just going to show up in my bank account or something? Did you They're going to hack the mainframe and just give me money? Did you do your taxes? Uh, no. But no, but if you didn't do them in 2019, you, if, if you did them for 2018, whatever... Uh, uh, bank account number you provided for for your tax return they'll deposit it in there and if i didn't then they would do a uh a pay uh, like a a hard check mail i think i did though i think i did do that well yeah did you get yours yet no um i think you do will you tell me so i can know if i'm a fucking loser or not (laughs) yeah i think didn't dave mccenzie get his i thought he posted that I think David mentioned and probably did. I don't actually know though. But no, um, if you if you did your taxes in 2018, they'll 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 direct deposit it into whatever account you got your tax return. Well, the goddamn better. Am I, am I not right, fucks? <laughs> I'm right. I am. Jesus. 
I, but I know it's, it's going to come into waves. I mean, I, I think I, I think the original deadline is probably like late this week, early next week. I know the IRS is, oh, is ramping up. Yeah, it's supposed to be mid-April. So um, some people have definitely already received them. Um, yeah, the IRS is really tight on uh, deadlines. So I well, I fucking hate the IRS, but um, they uh, the IRS, uh, you know, they do handle a hundred million tax returns every year with no problem. So they should be able to fucking direct deposit money into people's <laughs> accounts. But I don't know. You know what's you know what's real cute is my uh, my dad has a a, a piggy bank on his desk which is just a jar and it says it says on it what the irs missed ah. <laughs> because he's implying that they took everything and all he has left is pennies Get that's it? actually really it? funny that's actually really funny it. i loathe the irs i think the irs is one of the most loathsome uh arms of the federal government uh oh, terrible dude but having said that uh, they they are when it comes to them taking money from me, they're pretty efficient. So we'll have to just see how, how they are in uh, giving money back. Right. Um, but the IRS, is, it really is a disgusting organization, let's face it. He's I, I mean, I'm telling you. No, no, nothing, annoys me, nothing annoys me more than the term tax revenue. Revenue implies that you, like, earned something. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be like, oh, dude, look at all. What's our bank robbery revenue at? In Charlestown? <laughs> it's not revenue. You just took it from people, you dunce. <laughs> it fucking drives me nuts. Now listen, beef jerky, where do you stand on it? Love it, hate it, go. Oh, beef jerky, I love it. Nothing bad that's, to say about beef jerky. The correct answer. How the f- fuck do you know this stuff? Um, Beef jerky, I remember being... So I was in the Boy Scouts for like five minutes. No, no, no Cub, Cub Scouts, Cub Scouts. Okay, that's... Um, I was in the Cub Scouts for like five minutes. We all ate beef jerky. Uh, really? Yeah, I didn't like it. Really? But I used to be a fucking pussy, dude. Like, if if, if the six-year-old version of myself was, was my son now, I would have disowned him. I used to be... Right. Oh, I think I, that about myself, too, dude. Young me was such a pussy. Yeah, like, I don't understand how our dads just weren't alarmed by anything. Right. Um, but uh yeah, dude, I was such a fucking uh such a little fruit. What a loser. Dude. But uh but and I hated beef jerky. Now, dude, I don't know what happened. I think I was like nineteen, I was like golfing and, and like Danny Kerrigan or one of those characters offered me jerky and and in my mind I was like, Oh well I hate jerky, but I don't I wanna fit in, so I was like, I'll have it. And I fucking was like, oh, my God, this is beef jerky, dude. I was I was listening to this stupid six-year-old version of myself telling me I didn't like jerky. Right. And uh, it turns out I fucking love this stuff. Huge fan. Which I remember being, like, you know, a younger lad and, like, trying beer and being like, I fucking hate this. This is disgusting. Right. And now if I'm, like, mowing the lawn and come in and it's a hot day and there's a cold beer, I will chug that motherfucker. I know. Isn't it great? And, like, the and best... It's the, the best. The best is sometimes when you think back to the best, like you'll sip a beer nowadays and there'll be that moment where you get that sip that kind of brings you back to that same taste you have when you're little, but now you actually like it for what it tastes like. Dude, I don't think there would be anything better than if you were sitting on the beach. Okay. It's about one thirty PM and, um, 
I don't know who it would be. It could be anybody. Um, just brings you a freshly made BLT where it's not too toasted, so it's not going to cut the shit out of your mouth, but it's toasted enough to where there's it holds itself together. And an ice-cold beer being eaten on the beach after you just played like Frisbee, there would be nothing better in the whole world. Dude, that's so funny, man. I totally agree. I See, this is, folks, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. We're This is unity here. It's Dude, it's so funny how people preach all the time about like, oh, it's really just the little things that matter. And you're like, yeah, fuck you. Whatever. Like, thanks to the bumper sticker, pal. Right. But kind of, it kind of is. But it kind of is. Like, it really is true that if I was on the beach in Seabrook on like a July day, and it was 1.30, I just played Frisbee and I sat down and somebody brought me a crisp BLT and an ice cold beer, I honestly think... That would make me happier than most things. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not agree, even kidding. Man. Like, no, I agree. I would rather have that than be walking down the street and find two hundred dollars in in cash on the. I really would, because oh, it's, dude, it's not just about the monetary value. It's just about the whole picture of everything coming together. He's right, folks. He's absolutely fucking right. You know, you know I'm a poetic me guy. Off a lot, Come on. Though. So uh, obviously, I'm really good at making bread now because I'm the fucking man and shit. Yes, you are. <clears throat> but so I, I had made an olive loaf two previous times and both of those times I like slightly messed something up. Like it came out delicious, but it was like either a little bit dense or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I've made like four very successful loaves since then. I'm going to make an olive loaf. Fuck. I don't have kind of the right olives. I have these other olives. That's all right. I'll just use them. Not the same, dude. Not the fucking same. The bread really? itself came out fantastic, but the olives I used ruin it. And what I'm really ki- bummed about that. What kind of olives are were did you use for that, and what kind of olives are the right ones? You're gonna want to use a Kalamata olive. Um, you're gonna want to dry it as much as possible, chop it up. But this time, I used the black pearls in the can. Okay. And I even threw a couple like fucking martini olives in there just because fuck it. And those, it just it does not work the same at all. Damn man, I want some bread. I love bread. Have you made a, an onion loaf yet? No, but that's a really good idea. I should do that. Yeah, uh, man, I just fucking, I, I want to get on if, this bread if, train. If there's a kind of bread that people think w- that I should make, please reach out to me, text me, you know, fucking Instagram. I'll make it, dude. I've had, dude, I've had, I, like, it's funny because the, the, the fancier restaurants you go to, the more exploratory their, their bread baskets tend to be. I had, like, uh... I think it was like a cranberry bread. They're, oh, they're, so good. There's so much shit you can do with it. Hot cross buns, dude. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, who has that? But they're so goddamn good. Yeah, so how's your new, uh, what do you even call that pot that you got? Oh, the Dutch oven? Oh, yeah, the Dutch oven. Yeah, that thing's lit, dude. So have you cooked a loaf in that yet? Yeah, I've cooked like a bunch of loaves in there. God damn it, dude. This is what loaves I mean. Like. The the one thing I hope that uh, we can we can keep from this quarantine is like like as long as behavior that we learned during quarantine the good stuff continues that'd be great like right because even when the world goes back to normal like I still want you making bread oh fuck that reminds me I have to feed the sourdough starter oh dude feed that thing man dude the sourdough starter smells so fucking dank is that like good or bad it's, it's supposedly good it smells like vinegar and alcohol it's like Huh. Disgusting, almost. But I gotta feed it. What about? Too bad we didn't take some water from um, 
from San Francisco when we were there for that well, sourdough. This is the interesting thing about that. So they say if you take starter from San Francisco and you bring it to Boston, after like three days, it no longer is San Francisco starter because of like the environment. It like changes its structure and shit. So weird, man. Isn't it fucking weird, dude? It's so crazy. So basically, you'd be if you're gonna take anything from San Francisco, just take fucking sourdough bread. Exactly, just take a truckload of sourdough bread. But, um, folks, you've heard here first and, and second and last, um, I make bread and it's delicious. But, dude, he, he does let's just fucking wrap it up there, okay? Yeah, it sounds groovy, think? baby. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe we'll do this again, like, Thursday or something, or who knows, maybe Cooch will fucking, you know, come on. Man, I really or, thought we caught him right-handed. It'll either be Cooch or Bud. Dude, I know, I was so pumped about that. Right. And it was. I thought we had like a nice little newsy scandal on our hands. I did. I did too. I thought it was like a you heard it first here, folks. But that's right. Maybe, well, maybe I just fa- have a newfound sympathy for CNN because I got like a quick rush of, oh my god, like this. This is good. I've got. I've got to make this up. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. You get the lead on a story. You got to take it and check facts later. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, but uh, <sighs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see when he's available next. But all right, yeah, nice work, everyone. Uh, coming up will be Cooch and Bud. I don't know in what order or how soon, but they're going to come on. Um, remember to follow Squixbox Sunshine on Instagram, the coolest cocktail anyone's ever seen. Go to I'mSoSureCast.com. You can buy our fucking merch. And you can also donate money to us in um, Venmo. Or you can, if you want us to read an ad for you, or if you want to talk shit on the air to somebody else, just pay us money and we'll do it. That's it. We're whores. All right, um, folks. And that's it. We'll see you later, I guess. See you later. And the button is right here. Well, see you later. I'm so sure can.